Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan, and we are finally back with our bi-weekly book recap. This week, we read Small Town Big Magic by Hazel Beck. Yeah, and here's the thing. For me... (laughs) One thing about me is I didn't like this book. (laughs) One thing about me is it was a shit ton of inner monologue and it's not my favorite. (laughs) Okay. So I think we can all agree that by we all, I mean, me and Dylan, we didn't really talk too much about this book. I finished it before her and I was kind of like, I don't want to say anything negative because my last pick wasn't like my favorite book either, but there must just be something. Mercury just was still kind of clinging on to retrograde. But also for this was a book about, you know, the title says it all magic, right? There's witchy stuff, there's whatever. But I'm coming off of just reading the really, really good witchy series that you gave like me the idea for, which um, this coven won't break. These Mm -hmm. witches won't burn is the first one. But anyways, that series was so good. And like, here's you try to shove all the witchy and the spooky stuff in October, but then you end up comparing them to each other. And that's why I'm like a genre jumper. And I try, Mm -hmm. let's do all horror, let's do all witchy. And it's like, yeah. Now it gets confusing. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, who doesn't like who? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. And then on top yeah. of it, I realized as I looked at the author, because I'm like, of course, like, you know, it sounds like a pen name, but it's apparently two people. And I'm like, this makes sense. Because to me, when I was reading the book, the writing felt really choppy. It felt redundant. Like they were saying things over and over. And I'm like, so why so many redundant. pages? Yes. Why, why make it redundant when it could just be a nice little snackable read? Like, yeah. you don't, who's giving these authors quotas? Like, you need to have this many pages. Like, <laughs> there can be really good book. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. learning that. I feel like I'm just starting to read smaller novellas yeah. and smaller books. And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's great because it's like concentrate, you know? It's like, well, right. It's like what shit. you need. Cause yeah. this book felt like, when you were writing an essay for like <laughs> AP English yes. and it's like, it had to be 10,000 words. Okay. Yeah. So instead of like, I went to the park, you're like, I got outside and the weather was chilly. And so then I got in my car and I pulled down the window. Like it, it just was right. Like you said, like it was just too long and too much than yeah. it wasn't needed. I will say like, it was a cute premise. Yes. It's cute witchy book but right we're coming off of like you're reading these books I'm reading the xx and the kiss curse and like we're reading these really oh, cute, yeah like witchy books and then it's like this was just this was like trying this, to get this there. girl's <laughs> inner monologue drove me nuts oh. it was very boss babe uh, and it was I like just... if Rachel Hollis was a witch <laughs> um stop <laughs> your mouth <laughs> crying people that is the most accurate <laughs> reputation of this book that needs to be your good reads <laughs> review of it if rachel hollis was a listen if that is for you i felt the corny like hallmark vibes i'm like this is it was labeled as like comedy oh and i'm like okay um for really me i'm funny. a seinfeld girl and there's people who are friends people yeah. gals whatever yeah and like Maybe this is more for a, a fan of friends than a Seinfeld girly. That's mm. all I'm saying. Maybe it doesn't this is make a friend it... of like lifetime shows. I did not rate it as any 
like I didn't give it a star rating. Oh, I just said I it was have, red that's what I done, because yeah. I was like, I feel like a liar to give this. I know I was a liar guys. I three, don't like giving bad three felt a stretch. Four was like, uh, 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 uh. and then two yeah. felt mean and nasty, but two, I know, like, and I didn't two want to or two mean, and a half two was, was where my heart was. Yeah. Yeah. So. See, and I didn't want to give a mean review, but like, I'm, you're absolutely right. I should have just not rated it because I rated it a four because I didn't want to be mean. Four to me is like mean. <laughs> it's well, really not. But like, yeah, you're right. Because I don't want people to be like, oh, you gave it a four. And like, no, it's not great. I've just cleared my rating. Um, oh my God. So, but we, yeah. yeah, let's just like real quick, like recap this book. So I'm like, do we recap it or do we be like, okay, that's just our little taste of how we feel. Yeah. Let's talk about Taylor Swift Midnight. <laughs> just real quick. Yeah, no. So but just like super quick, guys. The yeah. premise is cute. And the end kind of felt I like it was going to get like things. twilighty. <laughs> Um, and then here's the thing, like this book ends and then I'm like, all right, well, I don't really care, but I kind of want to Google to see like what happened in the second book. And the book doesn't even come out until like August next year. So I and that's care. And, and yeah. And by then and we I'm, are so far gone. No, but wait, so I tabbed it. one of these things just right, as an example of the Rachel Hollis inner oh, monologue. Okay, yeah. Like there were so got? many, but like so many, this was the one I literally had to throw off my like reading poof off my lap. I'm like, give me my tabs. I was so annoyed. Okay. This is her brain right um I would say I'm at 85 percent capacity which is obviously 185 percent better than most I am me after all and I'm just like I want to yes. shove this book down this fictional character's throat I'm like shut yes. up stop being so no, full of yourself it was, it was so much she was so full of herself and I also don't feel like she ever learned that lesson like in the end it's like maybe a little bit did she figure it out and not really her mm -hmm. little like um whatever her dog that was was a helper her dog is like you're an idiot you've had friends that could help you this whole time and you don't know how to ask for help um I wish it was a choose your own like one of those books like where you could choose because like what you thought and what I thought from reading the back was that it was going to be like an enemies to lovers thing yeah which I, I honestly think I would have liked more to be honest yeah. but yeah and I didn't even care about that I was just like what is going on it definitely took a turn that we didn't think it was going to take which and is it just, sometimes good but... it's just it was so much of the inner dialogue and mm -hmm. I liked like the other characters but it was yeah. all her head and it was like obnoxious like I wish I could have if I was going to get this inner monologue for days I wish I could have at least got other people's it made it um, hard to like the main character and no, she's the one telling her. the whole story yeah no and where the choppiness comes in is that inner monologue makes mm -hmm. it choppy because you'll be in a scene and it'll be like scene is happening and I not everybody's like this but I think I think a lot of people who read a lot like I would say me and you read it as a yeah. hobby almost professionally <laughs> yeah right and it's like you are visual in your head right so I'm in a scene and I'm seeing what's happening and then all all of a sudden I'm back in this girl's crazy ass head and then I'm back in the scene and I'm back in her head and I'm back and I'm like dude yeah. you're giving me whiplash and then as for a second I'm enjoying what's happening I'm liking the chemistry or I'm liking whatever yeah. and then I'm like damn it I don't like it again yeah nope agreed but, yeah so I'll just say like there's a lot of cute witchy books you can read. We've talked about the ones that we like and we're reading. This is a this is a no for me, dog. I almost chose um Payback's a Witch as the next book, but I was like, we can't do another witchy. But I just mm -hmm. saw one of my TikTok friends was like, I just started this. It's one of those ones. I actually chose it as like my book challenge thing where it's like pick a book mm -hmm. that you chose solely on the cover. It's just a really pretty cover. But she's yeah. like, did y'all know this is Sapphire? 
And I was like, moves up on the TPR. <laughs> Slide right that there. up to number two. <laughs> yeah, especially with Taylor Swift and all the, I'm sorry, the most sapphic vibes, but. I got to talk to Okay, Pin, I got to write this down because I don't know if you've seen this or if I've uh-huh. sent you the sapphic novels thing. The the poetry that is apparently June Bates. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I'm glad you're For the Taylor Swift video. Hey, Taylor, I know. I know. <laughs> Taylor, it's okay. But it's because me and you share all the information with each other, and that's how we know. Like, we're we the just, first ones, just and then to trickle back and forth. But then, like, trickle down, I'll have people who I, like, knew in college be like, did you mm. see this? I'm like, yeah. A week yeah. ago. are <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, immediately. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. So, anyways, let's get into that, because that's what we really want to talk about. And if you're listening, this is what you really want to talk about. I know. We're like, are we just literally abandoning or are we coming back to this book? Do you abandon? Guys, it's over. We're fully abandoning. Oh my it's God. It's over, I, guys. Listen, but if I had you... two more tabs. I don't care about How did tabs. I tab? <laughs> oh my God. Or maybe they're tabs that I hated. They're probably tabs about how annoying she is. So let's just move on from that. I don't know. They're just, I even realized in retrospect, sometimes I'll tab something that I thought was poignant. And then like, I'll look back at it and be like, wow, this is just a cliche. Like this isn't groundbreaking. (laughs) Right. I don't know. Mm, We head back to the wild house and I get the sensation he's resetting determined not to count his dinner as a loss i guess i walk faster chatter why did i even Mm. add this oh no i think you know as well as i do that witchcraft is nothing more than a patriarchal construct to undermine female power and punish feminine wisdom i mean that's true like bitches (laughs) bitches were educating themselves on like healing in boston and they're like hang them yes set them on fire Exactly. There were there were definitely like that things I liked. that right made sense and I liked it and it was in the beginning and I was like okay okay yeah yeah and then she would get all like Rachel Hollisey and I'm like oh mm-hmm. okay no I don't like this. You could feel her blowing the smoke up her own ass and you're like oh she did and I'm like I am I would definitely qualify myself as a feminist, but some of the stuff you're like, just let him be a little bit chivalrous. Like it was just really hard. And for me, yeah, we've already said, I wouldn't recommend this book. Like what I would recommend is Taylor Swift Midnight's if you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys. Target. It was like sold out when I went there for the second time, the whole stand. I wanted to take the stand. I was like, so can I have this? has them well like the day it came out mm, i got mm. i grabbed one i grabbed the mm. lavender one um which speaking of if you guys are taylor fans you probably are if you listen to this regularly i'd be shocked if you weren't um right. and we don't normally talk about music even on random recap we might just mm. be like oh this is a good good album keep it pushing yeah. but um dylan and i we connected with, from taylor swift like hey mm-hmm. you like her i like her and it just became like a yeah, it was almost like we were feeling the waters of like, is she as crazy as I'm crazy? Right. Are sometimes you like you... crazy yeah. Taylor, or like you're like, oh, I learned this song on radio. Like, no. Yeah, like did you Drink her buy the lavender? Crazy. Yeah, did you buy lavender because you needed to hear hits different, and that's the only reason you bought that? Then yes, then mm-hmm. then you're on our level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because yeah, do I have another? Do I have a CD player anywhere in my besides of my car? No. Do I bought? Did I buy it? Yep. Yep. Did I already have it on Spotify? Sure did. <laughs> sure, sure did. Sure did. Um, but where do we even begin with this album? The more and more I listen to it, I feel like I've been trying to let it breathe so that I don't overdo it. But then like 
<laughs> it's like sneaking downstairs in the middle of the night and you're like, I'm just going to have a sliver of this leftover birthday cake, and right? And pops out. Hi, it's me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You have a little sliver. Yeah. And then you're like, a little bit more. I'll just have a little bit more. I'm like, I'll just play I'm one just song. Have a sliver of cake. Yeah. I'll play one song and I'm like, oh, just lavender haze. I'll put it on. Nothing's on the radio. I'll put it on. And then you're like, maroon maroon heads like let's mm-hmm. keep playing it and you just keep playing it yeah, and you fall yeah. more in love with it each time mm-hmm. and it just doesn't stop getting better yeah no i'm the opposite i will absolutely <laughs> like non-stop play it play it in every thing that plays music in my life like it came <laughs> out friday and i was setting up for my work event the walk we were outside and I'm like in these giant tents outdoors. So like I brought like a portable speaker. I was like, please so tell me out of Bluetooth. Like, I could play it while I was doing it. And there's like all of these like college girls. And I was like, I hope you like Taylor Swift. And they're like, play it. So oh, it was yeah. just like me, like five girls just like setting stuff up. And we're just playing song after song after song. Isn't that the, the very silver lining about setting up your own event is and when you actually get there, you get to choose the music because that's your show. And you're like, mm-hmm. I put this shit together. We're listening to Taylor Swift or Tasha mm-hmm. Sultana or whatever I choose. Deal with it. <laughs> if you were at our book fair, I really hope you like Taylor Swift because that's what we played the whole And time. I feel like most everybody said like, yeah, we love Taylor Immaculate Swift. Immaculate so. vibes. And yeah, I'm like, they're like, this music is great. Great playlist. We're like, it's well, just I think I, it was Spotify. This is Taylor Swift. I love the Spotify. This is Jack White is one of my favorite. I like they just kind of curate good selection, but I can't wait for Midnight's to be integrated into it now. Oh, <sighs> my God. And like, don't even get me started on Speak Now TV being rumored. I mean, we already know at some point it's going to happen. I think she just wants to blow our faces off when she finally releases Reputation TV because I've just been like boom, boom, boom in my head because I can't yep. stream it. Yeah. Oh my God. And like all the, um, I keep seeing all of the, what do you call it? Like um, Easter eggs? Yes. All the Easter yeah. eggs. People are like, it's going to be speak now. It's going to be Reputation. Like da, 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 da. And I'm just like. I she's just purposely wait. releasing a different color each time just to fuck with people just right I know guess. everybody's like it's, it's like that thing it's like it's what else has what's she a procedure re-released? what's a procedure just speak now and reputation are the two left or is there another one is there one more does she own 1989 what about oh her original she didn't do her debut debut yeah I guess oh my god <laughs> yeah so debut Debut, Speak Now, Reputation. Those are the last three. She did Red, Fearless. Because she oh, owns 1989. Does she no. own 1989? No. She oh, doesn't. Another one, too. Damn, fuck. <laughs> We're both like, fuck. Because yeah, 1989 was before Reputation. Because so we have four more. That's right. Okay. We're yeah. like, my bank account's, I- I'm happy, but my bank account's going, fuck. <laughs> I'll never financially recover from that. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so... How are we going to, okay, we've got like another 15 minutes to just gush about Taylor Swift, basically, before we tell you the new book choice. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just, just so much. Like, I, I can't, Do we want to like, talk I'm... about the overarching galer of it all? Or do we want to talk about each song? <laughs> the theories, like yeah. the overarching galer. If you're not familiar, um, with the Gaylor theory, it is that Taylor Swift is a closeted, I would say at least bisexual. Yeah, at least it? bisexual for sure. 
And I've seen so much about this. I see people on the side of the fence who are like, she said that she's not, which I'm like, in what interview was that? Because I I feel like it would be on repeat if she blatantly straight up said, this is where I fall. I mean, she obviously publicly dates men. Right. Um, right. But she is a lyricist. And I think, you know, if we all subscribe to all of these Easter eggs that she leaves, like nothing she does is a coincidence. No. <laughs> like, literally nothing. And it's like, I've never seen her leave so many Easter eggs. So here's the, here's the part where it gets crazy is... If you guys are interested, just literally search the hashtag Gaylor on either Instagram or TikTok. You will get lots of evidentiary support to this argument. But people are like, I don't like, you know, almost like it's wrong. Like people who even talk about it are outing her. And it's like, dude, she kind of is talking about it. Like she wore the bi pride colors in her hair in like her music video that was essentially all about gay pride. Um, she explained that like, hey, my music video, me, this is all the things that I love, cats, unicorns, gay pride, rainbows. And I was like, I'm sorry, those are all the things that make you you is gay pride. I mean, I'm not saying you can't be an ally as well, but like it doesn't usually form your full personality. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, There's just a lot. Uh, Yeah. And then the lavender being like, like a lavender relationship being labeled as one where like, two people in a bearded relationship or is it I don't I don't know that one um yeah apparently that's what a lavender relationship is and the color yeah. lavender lavender and violet and yellow are like supposedly there's just a lot like look it up if you're very curious I'm not like standing on one side or the other but I do think there was an argument I saw that was real interesting where the guy was kind of like at this point because there's people who are are considered queer baiters like people who won't say whether they're gay or not mm-hmm. I think people have kind of put the like harry styles maybe in this category again i that's not me but like people yeah. who haven't actually said but essentially mm. like market to mm. the mm-hmm. community where it's almost like yeah. is it marketing or are you gay that's where it becomes where people are yeah. like are you using this to sell stuff or are you yeah and it's like i also See, and i don't anybody think owes so. an explanation for no. who they love who they're with yeah like, i could tell you it wasn't easy for me as a heteronormative facing relationship with my male partner to mm-hmm. come out to my family in my 30s and say hey i'm bisexual like that was weird there was a lot of conversation of like why are you telling us now it's like because i feel like i'm, I'm a liar and i can't yeah. imagine having her in her position knowing like the shit she would get yeah yeah and I think I I don't think like if she is right if she's bisexual you could be bi and in love with a man that's why it's bi it's men and women you like and it's like she doesn't know an explanation of her past any of it is and obviously like I'm not queer I'm not the person to speak on this but like I don't think it's queer baiting because I feel like when people are talking about like Gaylor and all these things like Mm -hmm. it is from these you know easter eggy and all of these things that you're like digging and trying to find this stuff right and it's not Mm -hmm. like she is like like I think of like Katy Perry I kissed a girl like to Mm -hmm. me queer baiting like I'm like you're making out with a girl and you're doing whatever and like that's it's and then not necessarily for women but like it's a song about yeah it's a song about doing a party trick (laughs) right like yeah. That to me is like that overtly whatever. Like I don't I think everything mm-hmm. that she does um 
is she does it for a reason and right. I don't think that's the reason when also Harry Styles has publicly said like I just don't believe in labels and yeah. maybe that's part of it too like I I wasn't gonna come out to my family and be like I don't know what I am but I sometimes find girls attractive like I wasn't right. sure until I finally was like duh Right. always like both but sometimes it takes you a long ass time to get to that realization especially when you have so media shoving it, it down your throat down your throat this is how right. it should be and she's like i'm not with that 1950s bullshit and i'm like yes girl like i just yep oh, i just loved all of the messaging in this mm-hmm. um yeah because right before that she says like i'm damned if i do i give a damn what people say mm-hmm. like exactly like whatever it is right if this is mm-hmm. about sexuality this is about just like i'm happy in my life in the way i'm just gonna stay like in this haze. i'm just gonna right like no people are like oh she married is she engaged is she whatever it doesn't matter it's the nice boy ed connection she... to the margaret mead made maybe gay essays um it's like stuff like that where i'm like okay where did you get nice boy ed from come on where did mm-hmm. that come from and then like yeah. The whole June Bates, the sapphic poetry. I'm just kind of like. There's so much. I just have to tell you, if there was a day that Taylor Swift came out as anything other than straight, I will have my own fucking pride parade. <laughs> I will throw one in <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> I will go insane. I'll be like sitting here wondering, like, why do I have all this merch with this beautiful girl's face? Oh, because <laughs> I'm kind of queer. <laughs> Like this oh whole time. <laughs> Why I am I obsessed with this so gorgeous much. human? Yeah. Um, favorite song? I can't even there's... say least favorite because I, like, yeah, I don't even know. I say I really like, and I know it's like the first single, so it's everywhere, but I really love Antihero for just like her talking about like depression and you know, like that. Oh my god, like, and people coming at her about you... weight loss comments, and I'm just like, fuck the fuck right off yeah you right in like the um you know like that you in your head and everything that like you're battling like internally like is like the problem Mm -hmm. I I love it like I can't it's if there's something that's playing in my head nonstop it's that as I'm like doing stuff and it doesn't help on TikTok like yeah like video constantly constantly like I thought that that was so good and I really really love vigilante shit oh And and I'll just say this like if in, you're not aware in, in folklore and evermore like right there was a lot of like storytelling it wasn't mm-hmm. anything that some, it was a story that they were making up and they were telling right and this could very well be that but i lol i hope that this one is a real one and like, i hope what are the white collar crimes that right i hope because that, i'm sitting here that... like he knows about the divorce he knows about the envelope yeah. of probably pictures with erica erica jane I didn't even know that Scooter Braun. That's you're nasty, but that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. And I'm like, when does he get arrested? Because if I was sitting here listening to this, I'd be like, well, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know about yeah. this. When's the other shoe going to drop? Right. When's the other thing going to drop? I literally love when she says she needed cold, hard proof. So I gave her some. She had the envelope. Where'd you think she gets it from? Where'd now you she's think get the house, get the kids, from. get the pride. Picture me thick as thieves with your ex-wife. Uh-huh. That video she is coming so out. Pretty. And if Yale Cohen is in that video, <laughs> I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to die if she's in that video. Well, now Think I know what her it. face looks like. Oh, Taylor would so probably pay her another 20 million just to be in the video <laughs> out of spite. I would oh, my 
like God. put the crown on put the crown on petty queen Both I, of you she needs to do it because like just, you think about all the things that she's had people do cameos in right laura dern is in the, the one that came out last oh, night why not oh like, that was amazing like make a donation because yale how i know yale before she was with scooter she uh-huh. had an organization her mom had breast cancer she had an organization called fuck cancer that's where the fuck cancer stuff comes from is yale's okay. organization i'm like put a put her, her mom taylor's mom has cancer like make a donation to her charity that have her come on your thing i would fucking die like please taylor that this is in the works put yale in your video because then we know i know you know we know (laughs) it's so funny too because it's also just like so sexy and it's like but again i don't dress for women i don't dress for for men there's always this constant like Mm -hmm. talking about women and men boys and boys and girls and girls like it's just become this theme since moving to new york which we know carly gloss lived in new york and we just like since new york we talk Mm -hmm. about boys and about both and and sexuality and i'm not mad about it don't get me wrong Mm -mm. but i did okay my again it's hard to choose a favorite especially when an album's so new and you're still like getting to know each other but Mm -hmm. the song i freaking have on replay first i love sweet nothing it just (gasps) i also love the pettiness of like guess who's sweet nothing she's like trying to chart over i mean she could have chose any song man mike's like Mm -hmm. didn't they break up so long ago it's like dude when somebody stabs you in the back that hurt doesn't go away and i just hate that we're all expected especially as women like again she even sings about this to just get over something Mm -hmm. and it's like that's fucking 10 years of work right and all of the stuff that went into that like i'm not over it and i'll keep making songs about it it's like well why not profit off the hurt they are like it's Absolutely. just so annoying fuck calvin harris i don't care i know i, I thought that was it. just so great i thought I... it's so beautiful it's so simple and it's just such a juxtaposition to that other song which is like and it's just like not her she's like this fucking whatever phase of that was that mm-hmm. like i'm done I just want to live simply. I don't want to explain myself to anybody anymore. I just want to make music. I love that her and Jack Antonoff did it like solely together. I think that's amazing. Yeah. But the song that's on repeat, Maroon. Okay, real quick. For the Sweet Nothing though, there's this Mm -hmm. thing and I really love that she says this. She says, all the voices that implore you should be doing more to you. I can admit that I'm just too soft for all of it. And like, mm-hmm. I love that because whatever the situation is, I feel like Joe is like her like harbor that oh, yeah. has like been making her like feel like safe and happy, like with all of everything that she's always gone through, through all of this. And so it's, it's really sweet when like these songs come out and you're just like, oh, I love that for you. Well, like, I can also that just like, makes me so happy. It's shitty and maybe even damaging to also assume when somebody does come out or not like in her case people are like well she basically did like if you're in the queer community you read the signs she did she came out in a safe way to the people who would accept her yeah like some people truly believe that and that being said though i hate that there's like something that's like oh well because you happen to fall in love with a man you know you're bisexual you could fall in love or be sexually inclined to either or but like because that happened, oh, you must feel like you're missing half a life. And it's like, well, wouldn't I in any monogamous relationship with a man or a woman under those assumptions? Like, why would it, you know what I mean? It's just like, I shouldn't have to tell you about my past or my history and neither does Taylor Swift to be validated in the queer community. And I'm sure that that's a whole nother thing, like biphobia itself, if she is bi, 
is a whole nother reason to be like feared by another community if you did come around. Yeah. Like, I even I remember somebody asking me that on TikTok on like a video of mine, like, oh, do you ever feel like you like missed out on something? I was like, no, like hooking up with girls at sleepovers. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I'm been new. I'm just telling y'all now. Less less supervision. Um <laughs> Like yeah, they wouldn't there. let me have a sleepover had they known. <laughs> With a boy, right. Oh, um, right yeah. But anyways. Yeah, this it's kind maroon. Of, oh. I mean, I immediately saw like wine splashing on like Taylor's white beater when she's just like, oh, we're mm-hmm. drinking your cheap, always drinking cheap rosé, always drinking something cheap, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like, so funny. Um, But it kind of leads into the choice I picked for a book. Ooh, what did you pick? Oh, you didn't, didn't scroll look. down far enough? Here, look, 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 look first. <gasps> ah, we've been dying to read that. I'm I so kissed excited. Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston. Am I Houston saying that right? Houston? I feel like. Yeah, I think it's Houston, but something McQuiston, like that. That sounds, that sounds better. Yeah. Like, I sound tongue tied on it. But I kissed Shara Wheeler. Um, I've been, it's been on my shelf for a while. I noticed it was also on your TBR and, um, I was actually going to pick one last stop. Cause that's also been on my shelf forever, but oh, the page numbers in it were a lot more than this yes. one. So I was yeah. going to pick a slightly shorter one. Um, and this is the same author as red, white, and Royal blue. If you're not familiar, it's a YA like sapphic story. I didn't really, at some point I read the synopsis of it, but it was a while ago. Um, so I'm excited to read it. With no, me. that's exciting. I was that book has been on my list for her. I remember us at Barnes and Noble, like looking at it and being it's like, should so I get cute. it? Is it gonna be at you know, know. Um, book of the month or whatever? Love that. Well, if I finish it before and I'll I'll try to get it to you so you have a week to read it. I'm sure it won't take me that long. I'm excited about it. Oh, I got it. Boom. I got it on uh, audio. Love that. Nice. Even easier. I love it. You guys, seriously, use the Libby app. I've probably preached this, but if you're not familiar, go on the Libby app. Even if you don't have a library card, you can get one right through the app. Um, it's incredible. Can't say enough good things. Cannot but, say Apparently our book things. is available on there. Do you have any yeah. thoughts about Midnight? I'm sorry. I steamrolled you. I'm so excited and caffeinated. Oh my God. There's just so much like, oh, you know what? One of the songs I really, really loved was Midnight Rain. <gasps> oh my Midnight God. Rain Did you felt get the like- video that I sent you of a guy singing it in a fan? No. <laughs> I want you to watch it. You got to pull it up. But this was like, to me, this was like the champagne problems of this album. Mm, yes. And- and I just loved it because like champagne problems, like I always like am singing that like to the top of my lungs. Like I feel that song so hard, especially like post-divorce and all the things like, mm-hmm. you know, that whatever. And it's hard like, to look at it fondly of somebody who was kind and you did have a good time with them, but you're like, right. It's and one of those people choosing, she ghosted. Yeah. You're choosing <laughs> yeah. yourself for happiness and whatever, but like acknowledging you hurt somebody. Right. And um, I loved Midnight Rain and I keep seeing there's so many good edits on TikTok of Midnight Rain and different characters. Like mm-hmm. if you're a Gilmore Girls person, they're doing a lot of like Rory Logan, like Midnight Rain and they're showing different stuff and okay, like different. Um, <laughs> I mean, like Taylor and X, but yeah. <laughs> Yes, right. Obviously, it's it's about Taylor, but like, if you know, and other things yes, that you might recognize, and, and I really, um, I really loved like in the beginning of the way that the song starts, like the Just, music and the synthesizers, so like it's so Jack. Yes. I love it. 
I mean, if you know me, you also know I'm obsessed with bleachers and Jack Antonov. So mm-hmm. like it's, it is just impeccable. Five stars, 50,000 stars. Karma is my, karma is a god. Karma is a hand yeah. in my guy on the screen oh coming god. right home to me. I'm yes. like, bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> It was so just, I love it. I won't, I won't be listening for you. It's not prepare to be sick of me. I'm going to no. and I, I polish months. up real nice. Like the night I'm like, Shop, mm-hmm. I, I polish up real nice. I played Bejeweled, the music video for my uh, five-year-olds this morning. And Megan's like, I want to watch Cinderella now. Like she immediately yeah. made the connection and wanted that to That was it. so funny. I love and Jack the being cameos. in there. Yes. Yeah. Right. In the end. And she's like, and she left him, but she kept the castle. I'm like, yes, girl. And then the dragons, of course. The dragons like, at the yeah. end. It was really good, like, and it was so funny how, like, they were mocking her, like, making, like, some Taylor jokes, and she's like, really? Really? That's what we're doing mm-hmm. here? Like, <laughs> it, just that you're in on the joke and stuff. I love, because I feel like so many people, too, have, like, gotten away from videos, because obviously, like, there's not VH1 and all that stuff, but I live for the she Taylor videos. They're probably spent so much money, the costuming, everything. Work of, yeah. They're just... So good. I loved and I loved Antihero. The funeral scene. Oh just, my god, that whole thing. The podcast, like, bringing up swiftly, just like all the puns with Swift, yeah. and you just have to. I do love, um, like Timber, Midnight. Oh no, I'm sorry. Was it Mastermind? One of the songs, if not maybe really a few of them, really reminded me almost of Blank Space. Like mm-hmm. kind of like you've been saying this about me this whole time. Like you're right. I'm a mastermind. I'm psychotic. Like that's right. Me. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like you'll never know if I'm fucking with you or not. Maybe right. I am. Maybe I am a mastermind. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, like every song. I just keep. I cannot. I keep wanting to say like, no, 1989 is my favorite, and that's biased because I listen to it at her house, and so it's hard for me not, yeah. <laughs> to pick another album. But oh, also. Like, the re-release what are the extra albums gonna be oh my god snow on the beach but also where was lana del rey where was lana del rey that's my only that's my only complaint i just i don't even know if it's a complaint i almost find it funny because people are like justice for lana i was like well she signed off on it i don't think like i'm sure she got paid i'm sure she's getting paid for streams i don't Mm -hmm. think she was like not aware of how much she was in the song but i do think it's funny that taylor swift can like reduce lana del rey to a background singer like that's insane to me. <laughs> I was surely hoping for a verse, yeah. but I'm like, yeah, I was definitely hoping for a verse. It's the feel of the song, though. Like it's very obvious that that's who she's like working on this song with. Like it feels yes. very much like her. But yeah, like you kept waiting for like a verse or something that she was gonna sing, and you're like, oh, it's just okay. No, just background. Okay. <laughs> well, it's interesting because wasn't the same producer Lana, somebody the backup who, singer somebody that she worked with folklore was like the same i don't want to say producer because like jack antonoff's on all of it but like there was maybe jack antonoff was i thought there was another person involved who also worked with lana del rey so it makes sense that that relationship maybe started back then you know what i mean you could hear the sound in folklore was a different obviously vibe than what we had heard of anything before right um you know how that was like uh how we record our podcast remote so that's pretty crazy but anyways, we could continue going on about Taylor Swift, yeah. but I have a, next episode will be a pumpkin you know, we'll, farm we'll be, to go to. <laughs> I love that. We'll be diving in even more. I'm sure as this continues to oh, like yeah. seep into us and into our she keeps 
releasing things in the middle of the night, stressing everybody out. So she just wants us to lose sleep and only be thinking about her. And it's working. It's working, bestie. It is working. Uh, anyways, All I cannot right, wait so to put this in my free little library. I kiss Sher Wheeler. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. You have right. so much fun at the pumpkin patch. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. <laughs> we'll see, see you next, next week. We can't wait. But until then, read books. It's weird, weird out, out there. there. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakebookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakebookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.